This is Michael Gano with Insight Israel. And it is another beautiful day in the Jewish state. And I want to start off this broadcast by saying thank you, thank you, thank you to the guys at America's Web Radio who bring the truth of the Jewish state to the grassroots of the United States. Who bring the truth about Israel as this country is number one in technology, agriculture, and medicine. As this country is number one in the world on a global scale and having the number one top-notch emergency response team for natural disasters. It is amazing, amazing, amazing what the Jewish people have done in 67 years. It's a miracle. A miracle that the world is seeking to deny, to refuse to admit. And in the meantime, are blessed by all of the benefits that Israel not only gives their own people, but extends their greatness as a blessing to the world. Thank you to the guys at America's Web Radio. Wow, we've been on the air for over three years. We're in the top 20% out of 26,000 radio shows in the United States and heard by millions, literally millions all over the world. It's a miracle, folks. I'm telling you, when I came here three over three years ago in October 2nd, 2012, I didn't know anyone. I'd never been to Israel, didn't have a radio show. And I just started using my cell phone and showing the greatness of the Jewish state, my cell phone and the social media, the camera and my cell phone. And, wow, I'm telling you, I've traveled every inch of this country and talked to all walks of life. And it's amazing, amazing. Six months later, some guys in the United States Sorry. offer me the chance for a radio show. I'll be back. And... Uh, I designed the logo, the Megin David, the Star of David and the Eye of God over Israel and call it Insight to Israel. Amazing, amazing. This is not my own doing, ladies and gentlemen. I want to say thank you to everyone who listens to Insight to Israel, who watches the social media, who likes, who shares, who comments. Thank you for being a part, a participator in the work that we do here. Amazing. Uh, so thank you to everyone who listens to the radio show every Sunday at 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's 17 and 21 in the Jewish state. Thank you and God bless. I also want to take a few minutes and say thank you to everyone who is a participator and not a spectator in sending Hershey's for Heroes. You can't even imagine, folks, what it's like over a thousand chocolate bars a month to give to these soldiers with notes on them from Americans. We love you. We pray for you. We stand with you as you defend after 2,000 years of no homeland, the Jewish state. And is in Hershey's for Heroes has grown. It's amazing how it's grown. We started out with just a few hundred chocolate bars a month, barely getting by because whenever I travel for Insight to Israel, I always make sure that I have Hershey's for Heroes with me, ready at a moment's notice. 
to give to the Israeli soldiers when I'm on a bus, when I'm on the street. I stop them, give them a business card, and tell them how Insight Israel tells the truth about the greatness of their country. And I tell them also that Americans love them at the grassroots level. Forget the United States government. It's corrupt. We fund over a dozen Muslim countries. We lie. The Jewish lobby lies about standing with Israel when in 67 years they've gotten them nothing but bloodshed. While the Jewish kids in Israel defend the Jewish state and its sovereignty and security, American Jews sit back and collect money. And yet freedom is fought for every day here in this greatness of this country. It's amazing. It is amazing. So thank you, America. Thank you for everyone who sends Hershey's for Heroes. We have access to bases all over the country. Americans come here. We take them to a base. Let them show their love for the Jewish soldiers that defend freedom every day. It's a miracle. It is a miracle. Thank you for sending Hershey's for Heroes and showing love for the soldiers. Now, this, this week's show is, is great stuff. You're going to love it. Uh, we are... You're going to hear a compilation of interviews as we have traveled the country in the recent, uh, the recent week. And you will hear about the greatness of this country and what these people fight for. Folks, listen, Islam is growing. These attacks in France are deserved. The French have showed their anti-Semitism as they fund the Gaza during the Operation Protective Edge in 2014, the French marched with the Muslims, burning the Israeli flag in the streets of Paris and standing with these same Muslims. For 30 years, they've allowed the influx of immigrants, of Muslim immigrants from all over the Middle East and Africa to come in to build their neighborhoods, which French people are not allowed to go into. They've built their mosques. And the non-Muslims are not allowed, the kefirs is what they call them, are not allowed to come near the mosques. They've committed crimes. The highest crime rate is by the Muslims in France. The highest rate of incarceration in France is, is the Muslims. The highest welfare in, is, in France is, is the Muslims. Draining the economic system, the welfare system, dry. And yet they riot, they murder, they rape, and it's worsened, folks, as more and more Muslims from all over Europe or all over the Middle East and North Africa find themselves coming to Europe, invading the country without weapons. The French got what they deserved. That's what I love. The French, they got, they got what they deserved. You invite the enemy into your home, your children get slaughtered. You asked for it, and you persecuted the Jews. I have little remorse for you. So, with that being said, folks, this country, they are now facing what the Jewish people have been facing since 1948. And before, the Haganah, do the research, the Haganah, Palmach, Lechi, and Etzel, defended the Jews that lived here pre-1948 from Islamic murder. And so now the world is feeling the sting of Islam, the knife at their throat. And it's not going to stop. It's only going to get worse. With that being said, we must stand in this day and hour with the Jewish people who are on the front lines of the war with Islam. 
So I want to say thank you. Wow, it's amazing how many how many Americans love the Jewish state. How many of my friends would come here and spill their blood, not for the Christian state or the Muslim state, but the Jewish state? Because all of the world is God's creation, but this is God's land. Restored by prophecy, rebirthed. It's amazing. It's amazing. And, uh, folks, listen, Americans, you better get ready because you're next. They are targeting you next. Recently, we had five Muslims try to come over the Mexican border with Greek passports. Can you imagine that? There were three Muslims that came from Honduras in Central America with Greek passports trying to go to the United States. Now, let me tell you, there's not too many Greeks to go to Central America. So they gave themselves away. Folks, this is what you're headed for. The United States funding Islam, over a dozen Muslim countries with trillions of dollars. You are soon going to feel what the Jewish people have been feeling pre-1948 until today. It's amazing. So, you're going to hear a series and a compilation of interviews, which I think you're going to love. They're, they're short, but have a big impact. And you're going to hear about the greatness of this country and what the Jewish people have done here in 67 years and their appreciation of your stand with them as Americans at the grassroots level as they fight for freedom every day. So with that being said, I want to say thank you to everyone that listens to the radio show. Thank you for sending Hershey's for Heroes. And uh, God bless you. And God bless the Jewish state. This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel. God bless the patriot conservatives who stand for the Judeo-Christian-founded Constitution and Bill of Rights. And God bless Israel in her fight for sovereignty and security. Sorry. This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. It's another beautiful day in the Jewish state. Shana Tovah, Happy New Year. Uh, Rosh Hashanah here in the Jewish state. And I want to say that I am thankful for the Jewish calendar. That it's God's timing for God's people and for the world. And I'm blessed here because I was invited to a barbecue uh, to, a, to an amazing family. And... Not only is this family unique in their hospitality and in their spirit, but I was very blessed when I walked in the door, not, not knowing any of these people, but I want to say thank you to Americans for this reason. Because you send Hershey's for Heroes. And uh, this young lady right here, Hadar, it was good to see you again. And we're going to get to Abba and Ima. But Hadar is in the Israeli army. Hadar, let me ask you, how long ago was it that we met? Uh, last night. It was last May, and I was actually doing a commercial, I think. Where, where did we meet? In uh, Independence Day. Independence Day. And you got a Hershey's for Heroes. Yes. Now, let me tell you, I can't get a map in my head about where we are, but we're near, we're over the Green Line, correct? Yes. We're over the Green Line. That was in Jerusalem. And out of all of the places I could have ended up, Divine Providence brought me to this home. And uh, now I want to say thank you, Abba, Ima, because I want to say your character and your integrity in raising your children is shown through Hadar, who is now an officer in the army. And uh, I want to say thank you for your service. Thank you. Hadar's boyfriend, what's your name? Come here. Yogev. 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 Yogev, what do you do in the army? I'm a 
God bless you, brother. No, that takes a lot because you don't, they don't just give out officer to anyone. And we're going to make sure that you and your soldiers get virtues from here as Americans love you. We have an upcoming soldier. Man, did you tell us your name? Abital. And wow, your dad was telling you that you're very smart. <laughs> Not very smart. <laughs> and uh, that now, what would you, what do you, if you could do anything in the military? What would you do? You've been an officer. No, you want to be an officer. Also, maybe in the air forces. Okay. Maybe a pilot. Yeah, Mom threw it out there. She said she'd make a great pilot. Come close, come close, please. Nice, nice. So let me ask you, what does it mean for you? Because you're first generation Israeli. What does it mean for you when you look at the, the history of this country and you realize what your obligation is? Not just an obligation, but your responsibility to defend it. What does it mean for you? It means a lot. It means to be a part of something yeah, something it's, more Uh, this big organization yeah, plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big plan that I can protect my country. Though I'm not a, a warrior. Well, everyone counts. Yeah. Everyone counts. Nice. nice. Now we got to, after you, comes this guy right here. Hello. Brother, tell us your name. Yeah, Joel. Joel? Yeah. Joel, what, do you have any dreams or what you, what you envision yourself doing in the military? Um, well... I actually um, learning in school how to be an engineer. Yeah, a uh, plane engineer, like of a Malat. Ah, yeah. And um, actually, I, I really want it. Uh, it's really nice. And, <laughs> no, not, not that. The future planes are going to be without pilots. They're going to be like maneuvers right. and maintenance uh, exactly. around the world to, be, to do this kind of job. Like. So uh, already from high school, uh, they, they start to do like uh, preparing and professional studying for this. So uh, that's what he's doing. He's going to finish 13 and 14 years, uh, like two years after normal high school, and then to join the army for special uh, roots of serving in this uh, unit. Sir, let me ask you as a father and as a mother, you have you have three generations of greatness in your home. What does that mean for you as parents? If you, as you've watched, now you're European and you're Israeli, which is, uh, you know, you come from two different backgrounds, but to merge that and bring that together and raise greatness. That's, uh, we're proud. We're really proud. I, the last time she was marching, I have a Dutch passport, but I was willing to give up my Dutch passport to have an Israeli because I feel today more uh, Israeli than, than Dutch. My heart is also here. Yeah. And, uh, sometimes you, it's not, they're not easy people. They're loud, they're noisy, they, <laughs> they're annoying sometimes. But they're God's people. Again. And special people. And when you get below the surface, I, being among these people for three years, the Jewish people here in Israel, it's, uh, 
it changes your life. The, the heart and the soul is amazing. It did to me. Amen. Amen. So I want to say thank you for having me in your house. Yeah, you're welcome you're anytime. Thank you for me. Thank you. I appreciate it. Brother, you are a recipient, future recipient, you and your sister of Hershey's for Heroes. Thank Man, you for supporting us. Wow, you're welcome. Yeah, you guys are the best. Americans, Americans, regardless, don't listen to what everybody says. Americans love the Israeli soldiers. The May they freedom. be blessed. So, hey, I'll, I'll see you guys on a future Someday, day. Yeah. And uh, bringing you Hershey's for Heroes. America, I want to say thank you. On this, uh, on this Rosh Hashanah, this new year for the Jewish people and for all of us, a time of renewal. And uh, thank you for what you do in supporting Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes and these, these brave young men and women that defend freedom every day. This is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel and Hershey's for Heroes. God bless the patriot conservatives who stand for the Judeo-Christian founded Constitution and Bill of Rights. And God bless Israel in her fight for sovereignty and security. Amen. Amen. <laughs> this is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel. And Hershey's for Heroes. I don't have a cup of truth. I'm going to get a couple this week. But uh, I want to prepare you for the cup of truth I'm about to give you. Number one, <clears throat> it needs to be said that when I came here three years ago, I vowed that I was going to stand with this country and these people as they fight for sovereignty and security every day against one enemy and one enemy alone, Islam. Um, these attacks, unfortunately, that have been taking place are only going to increase. Mahmoud Abbas has said that he longs for the continued bloodshed of the Jewish people, regardless of what John Kerry or the influence of Barack Hussein Obama, uh, how they try to influence. Their influence is not for good, it's for bad. But I need people in the United States that stand with Israel to be aware of some things. Number one, obviously don't listen to the media. Even Fox News is getting it wrong on, on many levels, but not as bad as the rest of the media. First of all, you have two sides to Islam, Sunni and Shia. Both sides kill each other for power, but in the end, they kill uh, Jews and Christians. Both sides call for their death, and they both want Islamic global takeover. This is not about Palestinians or Hamas or Hezbollah. This is about Islamic global takeover. And outside sources such as China and Russia and the United States then influence that takeover. First of all, the different facets to Islam. There are no radicals. There are no extremists. You have the different sides to Islam. The governmental side, the financial side, the family side, the dietary side, the educational side, the religious side. And then you have the militant side of Islam. All of the former support the militant arm. You cannot have a militant arm of Islam unless it has a support, a foundation from which to work. And that foundation comes from various Muslim countries, uh, many of whom that produce oil. If they don't produce oil, uh, the money is coming from the United States. We're going to get into that. Recently, you're going to see in one of the videos with this one, 
where ISIS or Daesh is threatening Israel in Hebrew, folks. They put a person, uh, a man, uh, in Hebrew threatening the Jewish state, saying that not one Jew will be left alive uh, in Palestine. Keep in mind that with all of Islam that seeks to destroy this country, and I'm talking about every Muslim country, there is no peaceful Muslim country that's that uh, in the Middle East or outside of the Middle East, such as Pakistan. Uh, they all want this country gone. The U.S. military will not defeat uh, and is not winning this war basically because of our rules of engagement. And ask any soldier that's been in Afghanistan or Iraq, the rules of engagement are very strict. The soldiers' hands are tied to do that keeps them from doing what they need to do to eradicate this problem. As well, uh, we basically have lost in Afghanistan, countries like Afghanistan, Libya, and Iraq. Right now, the government of Iraq is allowing airspace to come uh, for Russia to, to come in and bring supplies. Let me go back to ISIS. ISIS is prevalent in the city of Hebron, is in the Gaza, and in the Sinai Peninsula. They put up a map with their warning as you'll see, uh, where they're present. And you're going to find more and more Muslim splinter groups, the militant arm, working together. Um, Islam has infiltrated every level of the United States. We have over 15 training Muslim camps in the U.S. right now. It's been documented by Christians, found in, in videos uh, in YouTube, can Google in American uh, America and then comma Muslim training camps. Fox News is the first to break the story, but nothing has been done about it simply because Islam has infiltrated the government, both political parties, yes, even the Republican Party. There is Islamic influence, academia, the legal system, and our culture. Right now in New York, they're taking kids, school kids, on a cultural tour uh, to mosques to teach them how to pray to Allah. You would never see that in a synagogue or a Christian church. Um, as well, uh, the United States government funds over a dozen Muslim countries, all that call for the death of Israel. In January of this year, uh, after uh, Israel had received rockets from Hezbollah. The United States government sent $25 million worth of weapons, 16 million rounds of ammunition to Lebanon, all under the guise of fighting Daesh. Uh, then again in July, we sent another $250 million worth of weapons to Lebanon. Now, many blame Barack Obama for this, but the Republicans sign off on this also as well as the Democrats, and it did not start with Barack Hussein Obama. He's only accelerated it. You need to do the research. Bush did the same thing, and I'm a staunch, was a staunch Republican. I'm saying this because we need to stop placing the blame just on Obama. This thing started long before him. He accelerated it. Now, the next, the other video you're going to see, besides Dosh warning that they are going to, and we should not take this lightly, uh, we have Russia and China right now in Syria. Now, keep in mind, 
Russia doesn't care about fighting Daesh except for in Syria. And these other countries like Jordan that want to fight Daesh, they're looking out to save their own kingdoms, Jordan, Saudi Arabia, uh, the coalition, which we still haven't figured out what this is about, uh, who all is in the coalition. Some, some are fighting more than others or involved more than others with the United States. Uh, but the key is is that they're only looking out for their own little kingdoms. Folks, these countries do exactly what ISIS is doing, except on a smaller scale and nobody talks about it. The West is so invested in Saudi Arabia and Dubai who fund terrorism all around the world. And the first country to open up an embassy in Iran was England, Great Britain. And they say they stand with Israel. That's a lie, folks. That's a lie. This is, this is all about as the global economy fails, they're going to start to keep investing more in these countries that call for the death of Israel. And they're going to put pressure on Israel because they don't want to lose that, that investment. Now, why does Russia and China want Israel? Because that's what Syria is, is a stepping stone. Right now, Israel has over a billion dollars worth of gold in the mountains of Elat. They've got 600 years plus worth of gas and oil that they've mainly been discovering since 2010. There was just another big discovery in the Golan Heights. And they've got trillions of dollars worth of mineral wealth in the Dead Sea. I believe Vladimir Putin, who obviously has made a pact with Iran, who funds Hezbollah and Hamas, uh, and basically said... You want Israel? That's fine. We'll take it together. Mainly, the Muslims want Jerusalem. And so, with that, Russia's, I believe, Vladimir Putin's thinking, we'll get, help you get Jerusalem. We'll use Syria as a stepping stone, but we want the rest. Because every Muslim, I don't care. Uh, let me clarify something. I don't care about the 1.001% who stand with Israel. They're not going to change the game. They're not going to rewrite the Koran. Muhammad calls for the death of the Jews. It calls for global takeover to bring in the great Imadi, the Imam. You're not going to rewrite the Koran. You're not going to reform Islam. There is no moderates, and anyone who calls himself a moderate probably needs to stop calling themselves needs to stop calling themselves a Muslim because those same people, when you tell the truth about Islam, they get angry, and then you're called a racist and a bigot and all these other things. There are no moderates in Islam. There is only Islam. So Russia wants what Israel has because Russia is looking for power and influence and they want that power and influence to exceed the United States government and the people of the United States they've already taken the Ukraine nobody lifted a finger even Turkey who's part of NATO hates Israel and we're funding them we're funding the Gaza millions hundreds of millions of dollars to schools that call for the death of Israel to teach their children how to murder it's insane, folks, and it's time for Americans to step up, put a boot on the neck, because you have to understand, you need to prepare for what's coming, because the economy is going to crash again, and American Jews, you need to sell all and come home while it's easy, and stand with your people. That's what they want. The Jewish lobby has failed when you have to get a visa 
as an Israeli to come and visit the United States. It's demanded. But yet, I as an American can come to Israel and walk right off that plane. They see the passport and they automatically allow me in. It's an injustice done to these people. So enjoy the videos. You're going to see in the second video, uh, you're going to see where where the Russians are training female, quote-unquote, Palestinians, which are Muslims, uh, as paratroopers. And we see uh, that is just a hint of what Russia is planning for this country. God will protect Israel before he protects the United States. Because we're only a concept. Israel is the concrete to that concept. And this is God's land and these are God's chosen people. So connect the dots, folks. Do the research. This is what I do here. Thank everyone who shares the videos. This is not about anything else but telling the truth. This is Michael Ganeau with Insight to Israel and her blessed, the patriot conservatives who stand for the Judeo-Christian founded Constitution and Bill of Rights. And God bless Israel in our fight for sovereignty and security. America's Web Radio is the most diverse and informative radio station anywhere in cyberspace. We have shows about health, business, current events, entertainment, home care, and everything in between. We appreciate your continued support of America's Web Radio. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. Uh, than I've ever had, and um, being there among those people, among the Jewish people, and, you know, uh, we know as Christians, when it comes to our biblical view of God, we understand uh, the difference. But, you know, I see uh, a, a sincerity and look, I have a lot of Orthodox friends. And I'll tell you, uh, we have some great theological conversations. I could imagine. And, you know, and uh, we have an, we actually have a, a buddy of mine, Jay Schultz. He's an American Jew that made Aliyah. We are big proponents of Jews coming home after 2,000 years of no homeland. And, uh, you know, we, you can't eat, like... I wouldn't even say on the air the depth of the conversation we have. I, I probably have some of the, you know. Anyway, uh, we have some amazing conversations. And uh, he would he'd always tell me, you know, I love you. I love you like a brother. But you're wrong. You know. And you know what? He told me, he said, uh, my mother prayed for him when she came to Israel. And he said, Michael, he said, there's something about your mother. He said, uh, she kind of freaked me out a little bit praying for me. <laughs> but uh, I can see that, you know, see it in her, what she taught you, you know. And uh, everybody talks about Mother Gannett. And when she came, Pastor A's, they treated her with such amazing kindness. And... Uh, it, you know, to, to listen to what you're saying, how far is Zimbabwe from, from Israel? Oh, goodness. Um, it's not that far, is it? Well, it's quite far. Okay, I'm uh, trying uh, to picture Zimbabwe on the map. It's, 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 uh, it's, we, it's almost fine there. 
you know the the, the whole length of of Africa. Okay. So uh, that's a little farther south. Zimbabwe's south. Yeah, there's only one country further south than us, and that that is South Africa. Uh, South Africa was our southern is right. our southern border. Right. Okay. And um, so it's 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 quite a it's quite a journey. Um, to get there, yeah. But um, were there were there people that in your church? Like, did your pastor go to? Had, he, had anyone ever been to Israel? No, no. no. I'm sure, it's expensive to fly. Yeah, and uh, but nobody nobody had been. Um, after after we put on Israeli Week, what happened was is that I got hooked up with. Uh, people from the ICEJ, the International Christian Embassy, Jerusalem. Great organization. Yeah, and um, be, uh, just worked with them in and, and doing all kinds of projects, trying to support Israel and, and get out the word about Israel and, and, and uh, uh, um, was fortunate uh, that I was able to go on a trip with the ICEJ to yeah. Israel um, but then we're going back to about 1985 now, and went over for the the uh, Feast of Tabernacles. They every year the ICJ has a big celebration. Thousands of people from all around the world it's go amazing. there. Yeah, it is. It truly is. And it's grown. I'm, I'm, I can only imagine since then. I mean, I haven't had the chance to go. Uh, but the people, they tell me the numbers of people that come are just increasing every year. Oh, I can imagine. I c because it was an incredible experience. Truly, truly was. And, um, and you know, you're not, the whole, you're, we were there for 10 days, but in, the whole, the, in that 10 days, it wasn't all ICEJ. So we had a, a, a little bit of opportunity to travel around. And, and so we went up to um, the Sea of Galilee and, wow. and you know, down into the to the uh, to the to the, uh, the desert where, where the uh, Dead Sea Scrolls were found. Koram, yeah, the Dead Sea Amazing. itself swam in the Dead. Well, didn't swim, floated in the Dead Sea. Right. Uh, um, <laughs> and uh, did you go up Masada? Went up Masada. Wow, yeah. is that amazing? Yeah, one? some of some of the guy, the younger guys walked up. Uh, I did that one time. Yeah, I I took the cable car. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen my mother on that thing. She was like, oh, she was so scared. She thought she was going to be sick. I'm like, mom, you can even see it's like a straight shot. It's not like steep, you know. Right. Uh, yeah, I actually I had some of my buddies from D.C. and I was 41 at the time, and these guys are in the early 30s. And uh, I beat him up the top. I, it was a rough walk up that go path. Yes. And to the guys that must have put some of those handrails going up there, God bless them. I mean, that's that's a tough job because yeah. you're up so – it's amazing. It's amazing how high that place is. Uh, you know, one of my buddies asked me, he said, why would the Romans care about a bunch of Jews being up here? I said, you know what that did to the – that message said to the whole Roman to the, world? To the whole world, yeah. <laughs> Everybody that was being oppressed. And they had to do that because if they didn't, Masada was just going to be the beginning. Right. It took them years to get up there. Yeah. It's amazing. Well, when you look at that ramp that they, what, that the Jewish slave labor had to build. Right. Because they, that's what they did is that they just impressed uh, people from all over the place in, in Israel to go and build that ramp to, so they could get up to the up to the walls. Yeah, it's amazing. So this this all comes back to uh, 
the strength of Israel and uh, what God has been doing there. You know, again, we understand biblically uh, what God says to us about what His requirements. And uh, some, I'll tell you what, sir, I've had a lot of questions. And, you know, this is something that uh, I think we can talk about on the show. Uh, I want to talk about spiritual things for a second. Uh, of course, that's what we've been doing. Right. But uh, sometimes I, I've, I've gone to the hotel. I've been there when they've been praying. The three boys, I don't, I'm sure you remember in 2014, the three Jewish boys that were kidnapped and killed. And while they were hoping to find those boys and they were praying for them to come back, uh, they had prayer vigils at the hotel. And, uh, sir, I have to tell you, it was pretty amazing to see, to hear them pray. And, uh, even in the midst of that situation, I posted videos. While the Muslims are trying to murder him, they're celebrating. And when I posted those things, the, the Christian community, a lot of them come back and they're amazed. Right? Because they, sir, even on Yom Kippur, which is, you know, their day of atonement. That's right. It's the most holy day. The, you know, even the, 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 how do I put this? I don't want to, because a lot of the people that aren't religious still believe in God. Right. You know? Right. And they even stand in Pastor Aves outside the synagogue listening to the prayers because they don't feel worthy to go in. Listening to the prayers of the religious. And I've been overwhelmed by this. I mean, you the entire country is shut down. Right. It, literally everything. Tel Aviv is a major metropolitan city. Completely shut down. Yeah. yeah. The TV stations shut down. The radio stations. Now, they still have the radio stations, but they play religious music. Even their radio, even their music, Pastor Ace, always, there's so much music by quote-unquote secular singers that are talking about God's protection right. over Israel. Well, that's the only explanation for why such a tiny state with such a few people has been able to stand and, sta and, and, and survive um, with such odds against them. It's amazing. It's, they, 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 there's just this tiny handful of people and they're surrounded by 28... <laughs> You know, 28 million or more, whatever, uh, people that just want to wipe them out. Right. And they still there. It is a merit, sir. I'm telling you, it's changed me. Yeah. I see they have more faith sometimes, it seems like, than I do. You know? Now, I, what's funny is we, when I talk with some of my friends, we talk about the Bible. We talk about Torah and the prophets. They're like, you, I'm, I, I've literally been so blessed to sit with families during Sukkot, during some of the holidays. And I sit around with the old men and we talk about Torah. And they're like, you must be Jewish. 
I'm like, no, I'm not Jewish. Are you sure? Somewhere? Because you know Torah so well, you know it better than, than some Israelis. You're even more Zionist than some Israelis, you know? But I tell them, I say, this is what this is the foundation my mother gave me. And uh, they're like, is your mother Jewish? No. No? This is how Christians, in Christianity, we grew up with D David and, and uh, Moshe and Aaron, Moses and Aaron, right. Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. They asked me, did you read the Christian Bible or did you read the Jewish? <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no difference. There's no difference. Nope. You know? No, nope, there's no difference. So, uh, so, when you were in Zimbabwe and you did these things and then you were in Bible school, did your school ever have any? Did they promote? Well, I, I, I went to a Bible school um, that no longer exists. It, well, it was called Zion Bible Institute. Oh, wow. And well, uh, that's it, here. No, it was in Rhode Island. Ah, in Rhode, Island. In Rhode yeah. Island, yeah. Yeah, East Providence, Rhode Island. A former delegate, of a West Virginia delegate, Jeff Tanzel. Right, went there. Right. Are you familiar with Jeff? Uh, I I've heard the name. I don't know him personally. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, it's up in New Zion, York. Yeah, Zion, Rhode, Island, Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Zion put out a lot of a lot of people. Amazing, because of the kind of school it was. But even there, uh, they were uh, uh, very pro-Israel, pro-Jewish. Well, when I say pro-Jewish, love right. the Jewish people. Right. Uh, because we understand. Um, that everything we have as a Christian really comes from them. Amen. Our Bible comes from them. The, the apostles came from them. Right. I mean, the Messiah. We, we, the Messiah. Messiah. That's right. It was Jewish. That's right. You know, is Jewish. I've had an Israeli. Is Jewish. Is, is, is. When he comes back, he comes back as the king <laughs> of Israel. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> no, you know what's great? I mean, look. If you're Jewish and listen to this radio show, you probably already have listened to it before. And, uh, sir, you know what? Uh, there's a lot of things I've been accused of. I've been accused of being a spy. Uh, I've been accused of hand, handing out New Testaments can, on the basis, can, which I've never done. The, Michael, when you live with such threat against you, it's yeah. natural to view everybody suspicious. It breaks my heart, sir. Yep. It, it really does. You know, I've had children look at me and say, Michael, thank you for this note on this chocolate bar. It's, uh, it's, hard. it's so hard. I've been to funerals of soldiers. And yet at the same time, I've been to the hospital where wounded soldiers literally had, sir, literally had literally thousands upon thousands of people in one hospital bringing gifts to these soldiers. When one Jew dies, they're unified. Right. Oh, absolutely. It's yeah. It's like nothing I have ever experienced in my life. You know, Michael, I, in 1973, I was, I was still in the military at the time, but I had six weeks vacation coming to me, so I took it and I went to Europe. I backpacked around Europe for six weeks. And on my way back to Rhodesia at the time, um, I was going to fly out from Rome to Johannesburg, and that was when the Yom Kippur War wow. had just begun. And Rome Airport was a mad—I mean, it's always a madhouse—but it was a really, it was a madhouse. But what it stood out so much because there were hundreds, 
if not thousands of young Jewish people from all around the world there on their way back to Israel to go and defend the state of Israel, to defend their people. And, and I've never forgotten that, that these people, I mean Americans and English Jews and European Jews and you name it, from South Africa, um, they were there. You could hear the languages, but they were, there was one thing, getting back to Israel as quick as possible to go and, to go and defend their country, their, the, the state, to defend their people. And what you say about them when one dies, they, they all feel it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Pastor Ace, it's amazing. I, I'm telling you, I can't. It's, it, it, I'm, my heart is there. It's hard for me to be away. And I get emails from my friends and they say, Michael, please come back. We miss you. And, uh, you know, I wish people could clearly see what they're up against. Uh, I can't say it enough. You've got nine and ten-year-old Muslim children trained to kill Jews. Right. Going in candy stores after the children, their age. Because they know the, the devastation it brings when you're when children get killed. They understand that. But life was for them. Is, is, I, I wouldn't say it's cheap, but they these children are so brainwashed they from from very very young they educated to understand one thing that they are to go and um, participate in the yeah in the war against Israel yeah and 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 this comes ladies and gentlemen let me say this I don't I don't speak for, for Pastor A's unless he wants to agree with me and he doesn't even have to do that but I think you would agree that, you know, the Times of Israel, they wrote two beautiful articles on me the past two years, and then at the beginning of this year, they quoted me as saying, Muhammad was a bloodthirsty, child-raping, self-appointed false prophet, the Quran is a lie, and there is no Allah. <laughs> and, then, and then they followed that up with, I didn't mind the quote, okay, but then they followed up with by calling me a racist and a bigot, okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this, ladies and gentlemen, this is directly written by Muhammad in the Quran. And this is what Americans, many Americans, sort of fail to see or scared to talk about. Right. Scared to talk about it. Right. We are scared to talk about it. We are herded like cattle in our airports. Right. Cat, sir, this is what I pictured. Cattle in our airports. We've become slaves to a lie. Right. And, sir, I can't say it enough. I respect our military, but they are being used. And this is not the view of the pastor, unless he agrees, or the view of anyone associated with him. Our soldiers are being used as pawns to train Muslims in countries that call for the death of Israel. Yeah, it, 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 it amazes me. That um, that's exactly what's going. That, that's exactly what's happening. Um, we think that it's just to fight against ISIS. Right. That's exactly it. But eventually, ISIS will be destroyed, and then they're still going to want to destroy all the Muslim countries. That's in right. They they. They want to destroy Israel, and all these men are being trained. They they battle hardened, uh, and and they 
are going to be going after Israel again. Yeah. But the Syrian rebels right now, I just saw on Fox News this morning, they want to increase the, the quality of the weapons to the Syrian rebels who have attacked Israel. Right. And those same, those moderate Muslims they talk about eat the heart of, the, of, the, of Bashar al-Assad's Muslim soldiers. Right. It, 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 I don't understand the thinking that goes on in Washington. I, I honestly, I, they, they're either really evil or they're totally deceived. Um, it's got to be one or the other. Just the thinking that goes on and the and the the way things are are, are, are pushed and and are dealt with. Um, it, it it amazes me. Yeah. Uh, it, it really really does. It amazes me. Do you? Uh, what do you see? First of all, I I think. ISIS already has. I was watching, uh, I don't always, even Fox News, I don't believe everything I see. Right. Uh, but they, ISIS now, and there's a reason why we're not, this all has to do with Israel, obviously. But ISIS now, in Syria and Iraq, they have their own government set up. Right. They have their own money, they have their own legal system right. now. You know, the, even the Pope is calling, which scares me, uh, for the unification of the Muslim world. To stand against ISIS. Now, that's not scary. <laughs> yeah, because because ISIS will just be the first, the first, be, and then Israel. Right. They, we must never forget that Israel will always be a target. Right. Right. Always. What would you say to uh, to Americans, uh, people that say they're Christians that? Maybe there's a lot of people don't know, sir. Right. I run into people who don't know anything about Israel and don't know the Christians should support Israel. Right. What would be your message to them? Well, they really, they really got to uh, examine what their beliefs are and 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 where they stand as far as that is concerned. Uh, um, the Bible clearly teaches that we have to teach and uh, that we have to support and, 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 and stand with the Jewish people, period. That's it. Um, and to, to view it any other way is to take the word of God and to, to, to change its meaning, which unfortunately is done a great deal. Right. Um, we've got to take God at his word. Amen. And when God says something, He says it because He means it. Right. He, he's not meaning something else. Right. That pastor, you, that that sermon, I, I'm telling you, that sermon you preached Sunday was amazing, and uh, we're going to get a copy of that. And we'd like to use it um, if you don't mind. And, it's no problem. Uh, let me ask you, what would you say to Americans? Because you know, I'm on shaky ground here. Uh, sometimes, you know, I think people need to be a patriot of the United States. But as I will say this plainly, and again, I, you know, I have to clarify this. This is not the view, unless he agrees with me, this is not necessarily the view of Pastor Aves. And, uh, but this is about, ladies and gentlemen, this is not about a country. This is about a kingdom. Right. And the false sense of nationalism, the lie, the lie that is the narrative about pay, what the symbols of patriotism today 
as not only as we not only commit over a million murders every year in abortion, but now we're selling the baby parts. Right. And we're so concerned about whether or not we how we treat our enemies. Yeah. And it's, about it's crazy civilian casualties in war. Right. And yet we continue to fund it. We continue to fund it. And the national theme or symbol of patriotism today is a woman in a bikini, red, white, and blue, with an AR-15, and a guy with tattoos all up and down his arms, with a goatee, nothing against goatees. I was going to say. And a, and, a, and a Harley Davidson motorcycle with a flag in the back. And I'll tell you what, sir, when I see that, I can't even wrap my mind around it. Because when I look at our monuments in Washington... When I look at our Constitution, you know, God is not looking for a perfect people. And you don't even have to be necessarily a Christian to understand where our freedom is derived. Right. But it will, when you do have that clear understanding, it will make you a better citizen. Even if you sit in the church house underneath the teaching of the word of the truth, even if you're not a Christian, you'll eventually get there. But it will make you a better person, a better parent, a better taxpayer, a better businessman. God's Word will eventually get in your life. Right. And uh, we have this false sense of nationalism today. What would you say to Israelis, Israeli Jews, who can't feel the, the support coming from the U.S.? They tell me that, Pastor Hayes, they tell me that all the time. Michael, we can't feel that support. What? Michael Lee, my impression is um, that this nation's stand with Israel and for Israel, being Israel's friend, has been eroding, not, not just the last seven years right. under, under, under President Obama. But we we saw it happening under under George Bush the first right? under under Bill Clinton, and it's been eroding, eroding, and unfortunately, I think a lot of the what is behind it is 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 this love of money, right? And um, when we prepare to turn our backs on our allies, the only democracy, real democracy in the Middle East. People that have stood with us, that have that, that have shared intelligence with us. They risked their lives. Ev everything. Right. And and but we it, 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 I'm not surprised they don't feel that America's not with them any longer. I really don't because I don't feel like America's with them any longer. Sir, can I tell you, I don't know, I never thought that I would find myself saying, you know, uh, Michelle, uh, Michelle, I think Michelle Obama unfortunately made a comment and said, I'm, I'm, I'm finally proud to, to be right. American. Unless you're a Christian and really see what's going on, sir, my passport doesn't mean the same to me that it once did. I, I never thought that I would say that. But we have to be realistic about what's happening. Now, being a person who's come from the outside, I still believe this is the greatest country. I, I do. All right. I do um, many levels. Honestly, I, I, I believe that uh, with all of my heart. And... But I do also believe that there's something happening in this country that if it's not stopped, 
we're going to see America as it is totally disappear. Right. And it's going to... I think, I think what we'll what's sh- going to come is going to... will absolutely shock people. Yeah. I think we'll always exist in name. But as far as presence and power, I think that 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 it's diminished now. I mean, the Muslims mock us. Right. The Russians well, do what they want. The Chinese are... Today I heard the Chinese have now stationed fighter aircraft on those man-made islands in the... In the China, China Sea, China sea yeah. 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 And after they promised... Not to. <laughs> <laughs> and what are we going to do, you know? Well, look, you know, in the end... What, what, what are we going to do? That's the question. You know, God, as he required from the Jewish people, God requires two things from us. Uh, individual and corporate repentance. Right, absolutely. And uh, America is a concept a concept that you can take in your heart wherever you go because that concept comes from the Bible from God and uh, if you want to if you've lost the concept you must come back to God right the Bible right the right. Jewish people in Israel right that absolutely. is how, because they are the concrete of the concept. Absolutely. Oh, that's powerful. Yep. You can, that, if you ever want to use right. that, you can. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we are a con- an idea, sir. This is not about a flag and a tract of land. This is about an idea. Yes, that's what it's all about. And unfortunately, that idea is being watered away. Yeah, yeah. Pastor Aves, I'm going to say thank you for being on the show. It's been my pleasure, Michael. Thank and, you. Thank uh, you for what you do. Now, sir, I'll tell you, I am honored to be among these people every day. I, I can imagine. After I was in Israel, I would have given all the teeth in my head to be able to live there. Yeah. Um, not because it, of anything other than it was so amazing to be with those people. Yeah. They are the most amazing people. You are absolutely right. And being there, go there. It, it, you will have the vacation of a lifetime. Amen. Amen. Uh, it, there, there, there's a feeling in that nation that you won't get, and I've traveled in a lot of places, that you don't get anywhere else in the world. It's worth going to Israel. Go and see for yourself. Amen. Folks, you got to come to the Jewish state. I'll take Amen. you around. I'll take you to a base. We will show you the greatness, the beauty, the history, and the heart of the Jewish state. This Amen. is Michael Gano with Insight to Israel and Chocolates for Heroes. God bless the patriot conservatives who stand for the Judeo-Christian found the Constitution and Bill of Rights. Right. And God bless Israel in her fight for sovereignty and security. Amen. Thank you, sir. America's Web Radio is the most diverse and informative radio station anywhere in cyberspace. We have shows about health, business, current events, entertainment, home care, and everything in between. We appreciate your continued support of America's Web Radio.